Hey, y'all. Welcome to Chaos Under Control. If you haven't joined this podcast before, my name is Emily Richardson, and I am the host and the creator. You'll be hearing a lot from me on this podcast, but today I actually have someone joining me, so you'll be hearing from them as well. Um, The topic for today that I'm going to be covering, as well as my guest speaker, is about breastfeeding and pumping. So if you're not a mother, if you don't plan to become a mother, I'm not sure how much you'll get out of this, but I feel like it's a very important topic we should cover. And I have the perfect guest here with me. She is a wonderful mom, very successful with breastfeeding. She's working on becoming a lactation advisor, and she knows the ins and outs of breastfeeding. So her name is Sierra Myrick. So everyone say hello to Sierra. Hi. Sierra, did you hear that? Everyone say hey. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Sierra is here with us. We have a little outline of some topics we're going to cover, but I'm going to let her introduce herself and just kind of tell you about her breastfeeding journey and how all that came about. So Sierra, you have the floor. All right. Hi, uh, my name is Sierra and I have been breastfeeding for 10 months. Uh, My goal is to make it to a year, um, at least pumping and giving it to her through a sippy cup or at least nursing if I can. Um, I did not have an easy start um, at breastfeeding. Um, I My daughter had a tight um, frenum, and that's the little piece of tissue that connects your top lip to your gum tissue. And so we actually had to have that um, revised um, at a pediatric dentist, um, and that helped tremendously. And that also helped colic. So if your baby is colic, get that checked out. That might help. Um but we have been pretty successful breastfeeding. Um, I have actually been able to donate milk um, over 100 ounces to other moms. Um, so that has actually been kind of rewarding in itself. Um, I'm not only providing for my own daughter, but I'm helping other moms who either their milk supply hasn't come in yet or um their baby was sick and they're doing formula and they're like, can we just please have some milk? I'm like, here you go. Take it, take the magic hold. (laughs) Um, so it's been pretty successful and I'm, I just feel very passionate about it and helping other moms in any way that I can. Yeah, she is a rock star. I had a lot of trouble with breastfeeding and the same thing she said, my son had a lip and a tongue tie. And I actually went to the same pediatric dentist she went to, Dr. Erickson in Colorado Springs. He is phenomenal at Erickson. Is it pediatric dentistry? Is that correct? Yeah, it's Erickson Pediatric yeah. Dentistry and Orthodontics. Yeah, he is awesome. His team is great. If you ever are in this area and you need a pediatric dentist or orthodontist, highly recommend him. But he did that same procedure on Stetson and it truly helped his latch. And Mm -hmm. I had a really hard time and Sierra had to come over and help me. I was like a hot mess. I was like, will you just help me? I don't know what I'm doing. And it hurt and I was bleeding and he like, he was getting frustrated and she showed me like the different ways to latch. And she suggested the lip and tongue tie procedure, which truly helped. I recommend it highly. But I have a list of things we're just going to kind of hit on the head here. And the first one will be breastfeeding and pumping. So a lot of people, and I'll let Sierra jump in and kind of handle this, but a lot of people feel like that because you're a woman, you're automatically going to be able to breastfeed and that's the end of it. 
And for some people, like I think Sierra didn't really have a hard time with her milk supply. And like while she was pregnant, you didn't you notice like your milk coming in very well? Yeah. So actually working in pediatrics, um, I work with I worked with a lot of moms um, that were struggling with breastfeeding and we're having to use nipple shields, which can then cause nipple confusion. Um, and then that can make it harder for breastfeeding, but actually around 18 weeks, um, because I was dealing with so many babies and little kids crying, my, (laughs) my milk started like coming in the colostrum. I started leaking at work at 18 weeks. So that was fun. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, uh, what is happening? Yep. So, that is good though. If you're pregnant and you're leaking early on, that is very good news for you. Get you some nipple pads and put them on. And I think the only time I really, I leaked a couple of times at home, but the only time in public I leaked, we were at the movies and we were in line and this child was screaming like there was an exorcism going on and it was like the floodgates. That was the only time really. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. Like how do people handle this all the time? But Sierra's a pro with that. Mm -hmm. So Breastfeeding and pumping, if you decide to breastfeed or pump, people have their reasons for both. And if you do formula, that's there's nothing wrong with that. But this is pretty much strictly a breastfeeding podcast. That's why we're only talking about breastfeeding and pumping. Whichever you do, there is a lot of information with both. Um, pros and cons to both and all that. But for right now, I'm going to let Sierra explain, like aside from having a strong milk supply while pregnant, what all you can do while pregnant to get you prepared for breastfeeding in terms of certain pumps you should order certain things in your diet, things like that. So I'm going to let her handle that and then we'll hit the next bullet point. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you can only do so much to prepare yourself for breastfeeding while you're pregnant. And especially as a first time mom, I had no clue what I was in for. Um, it's a full-time job. You have to make sure you're eating enough, um, moms that are nursing need to eat between 1800 and 2200 calories to maintain a good milk supply um really i mean if you can you want to stay at if you can only stay at that low end like if you're trying to diet or some reason you still want to stay at that like 1800 um because in between 1500 and 1800 calories um your milk can cause a dip like so your supply can lower um and so I mean, I tried to do some research on, like, what to do to, like, help your milk supply. And, I mean, you go to Target or any grocery store, and they have lactation cookies. Or um, there's a brand called Legend Dairy, and a mom had gave that to me, and I ended up not needing it. But, I mean, there's all these things to help your milk supply. And, honestly, not everything is going to work for every mom. Every mom is different. Um, So, I mean there's that you can look into if you're really wanting to breastfeed and be successful in it. Um, I also, my plan while I was pregnant was to go back to work when my daughter was six weeks old and I'm at 10 and a half months of being a stay at home mom. So obviously that didn't go for, <laughs> but for your me. daughter is also so cute. So I really don't blame you. So yeah. you actually have a good excuse. So um, I looked into a pump that I really wanted a hands-free pump. I do not want to be sitting on the couch holding or wearing one of those snazzing um, pumping bras. Those are awful. I mean, our nursing bras are already super sexy. The last thing I want is to like put on one of those things. Um, And so I got a pump that I was like, this will work perfect for at work because it's hands-free and it's 
you can't see it, but you do look like you have some rocking um i have the free me in it the pump is probably about the size of a bagel it's super small it's not loud it has um three little tubes one that goes to the pump and then there's like a split so you can put one in each and the free me the cups just sit right in your bra you don't have to touch them you just let them go so that was super nice which i wish i would have known that when i was pregnant because I just, I somewhat researched pumps and everyone, like, there's nothing wrong with the Spectras. If you like Spectra, that's up to you. My body ended up, like, completely pushing away from pumps. But I wish mm-hmm. I would have known that when I was pregnant because no one under, no one realizes as a first-time mom, like, how when you decide to pump and breastfeed, which is what I was starting out as, if I wasn't having him eating off my boob, I was sitting next to the outlet at all times. Like, and mm-hmm. it's like you literally are there all the time you can't get ready you can't cook you can't do anything if there's not an outlet and it's like I felt like I was like an addict of something like I couldn't break free and I was like what is this so yeah Yeah, so the free me also is um it has a little clip on it you can like hook it on your pants or put it in your pocket you it's not it charges by itself so you you just plug it in charge it unplug it then you can take it wherever with you it's portable and honestly If you're a working mom or a mom who doesn't want to be sitting down, like you said, connected to the wall, um, it is by far like my suggestion. Like I know that um, Spectra makes a portable one, um, but this one is just like the new thing. And so I was like, hey, I'm going to try it. Well, Spectra is big too, I think. Like Mm -hmm. I think the one you're thinking of is just like the one I have. Uh, I think I have the S2. It's the pink one, but spectra mm-hmm. one's big and there's nothing wrong with spectra if you like spectra but for size wise i think the freemies just like so you can just like conceal it it's just crazy yeah and i like i can wash dishes the only thing that i'm i kind of wish that they would make a change to the cups is that you can't bend over <laughs> to pour something out. up because <laughs> the milk will just spill right out of the little <laughs> hole and the hole is about the size of the little hole on the top of a Starbucks cup. Mm-hmm. Like, I just need a, one of those little plugs to plug right <laughs> in there and not spill the milk. Um, because I made that mistake. Oh I God. went to bend over and pick something up. And I'm like, looking. Oh, my gosh. All the gold. I just spilled all this milk. All the gold. The gold. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of is a bummer. But it's definitely a great pump for moms on the go. You can pump in the car. You can pump, um, if you have an office job, honestly, I feel like this would be the best because you, you just put it in there. Nobody can see it. It's great. Um, but that pump has been very wonderful for me. Um, I definitely recommend it to everybody. Not a lot of parts to wash. So that's always nice. Um, but like pumping is, um, a job, another job in itself, um, Right now, I'm still breastfeeding, um, but my daughter has teeth now, and she thinks it's fun to just chew <laughs> on me. So, and we're also transitioning to this a sippy cup, um, just because we are getting ready to move. I'm going to be going back to work, and so we're not trying to wean all the way, but like trying to during the day. Um, so, trying to make sure I'm pumping before she starts getting hungry. <laughs> Um, has been fun. what what bottle uh, do you use or did you use um 
like for a strictly breastfeeding mom, because, you know, we did breastfeeding and formula. So he always had a bottle from the get go. But what bottle do you mm-hmm. recommend to moms who are breastfeeding who don't want to do the nipple confusion so much? Um, so a good bottle that I've been using is the Nook um, Natural. Let me grab um, one of them. And the nipple, honestly, I was like, this doesn't look like my nipple. But if you take your mouth out of your nipple out of the baby's mm-hmm. mouth, right, when they're like in prime mm-hmm. latch in nurse. Yeah, it looks like this. <laughs> it's uh, called the Nook Simply Natural. Um, and it has three different size nipples, one, two, and three. Um, I have tried to just keep her at one and two since that's kind of um, my normal mm-hmm. flow. Um, and I think that worked well. But because we haven't had a bottle, I mean, we've probably used it like 15 times in 10 and a half months. Mm-hmm. Um she doesn't really want to take that now. So right now we're using a Nook um, transition sippy cup. And that has kind of like a sippy cup nipple on it. Um, and that's working really good for um, bedtime. Yeah. I I like the Nook brand. Um, they just seem very real. Like moms can find a, a one nipple that works well mm-hmm. for them. We use um, Philips Avent for past these bottles and everything. But I will tell you. That I feel like for some unknown reason, and I don't understand why, we like we had other pasties that weren't Avent brand or Philips, whatever they're called. And my breast pump that I love, I have two, I had Spectra and the Philips. I love the Philips more. Um, so their brand as a whole is great, but I feel like that for some reason, him taking the Phillips bottles made him want the Phillips passies. Like we're trying uh-huh. to get him off the passy because I hate it, but. Um, any other passy brand he would take, but he could tell the difference, but I feel like that their brand as a whole is very similar. So if you're a mom that I know some moms breastfeed and they're trying to get their baby to take a passy to wean them off, to have something else to suck on for comfort. Um, you said the Nook brand's really good, but I also do recommend the Phillips brand because their bottles, their passies, all that are very similar. And you like Stetson could definitely tell a difference in other brands compared to Phillips. So if you want a similar brand, mm-hmm. Nook's very good. Phillips is good. Um, so those are two you can really look into for that. Um, mm-hmm. So we covered all of the bigger points, I guess you could say. Now, I don't know if you had an issue with this. I don't think you did. If you did, we didn't talk about it. But have you ever experienced or can you give advice on someone who, for whatever reason, is having supply issues as far as like, if it's their supplies dropping or maybe skyrocketing and they're engorged or trying to maintain yes. of any kind, just any advice on that? Yes. Okay. So I actually have um, a pretty weak immune system just due to some health issues. And so I get sick. Like if somebody looks at me, no. that's sick. Um, and so um, I got really sick. I had 102 fever for a week. And I, I had zero appetite and my milk supply went way down and what literally saved me. And I, I swear by it is body armor. Um, it, it is like coconut water, um, fruits, vegetables. I mean like every kind of vitamin in there, it's amazing. And it, I would just drink that for my meals and my milk supply mm-hmm. stayed. Um, so that will really help the milk supply, especially if you're pumping too. 
and a lot of moms and sometimes I will get on myself about this but the normal amount for milk to be pumped is between 0.5 to 2.5 ounces that's normal from both Mm -hmm. sides so I have a mass oversupply and so from one side I was pumping six ounces yeah you're so (laughs) yes yes so um I like if I pump like two or four from one side I'm like oh my gosh what is this nonsense Mm -hmm. like two ounces but that's totally normal um also I know these are so bad for you but I they helped um little debbie oatmeal girl cookies when you told me so sierra (laughs) told me about that and i was like praise god above that i have an excuse to eat these now i should invest in stock at little debbie because i don't want to know how many boxes i bought for the first five months of Stetson's life. (laughs) yes i was like i know these are so bad for you but they're so good and i would tell my husband oh you can't eat those because those are for my (laughs) (laughs) he's like oh right okay um, also, um, no bake oatmeal cookies and they have to be not the instant oatmeal. It has to be like rolled oats, like regular oats. Um, those really helped a lot. And my mom was not even thinking about it after, right after I had Amelia, she's like, let me make you some cookies. I probably ate like 15 <laughs> of these no bake oatmeal <laughs> cookies and my boobs were so hard and so hot and so engorged. I had to go into the shower and like let hot water run so they could like leak out mm-hmm. a little bit because they were so full. I was like, oh my gosh, mom, I can't eat any more of those. They're so hot. Um, but also a big part of breastfeeding is water. Like you need to drink so much water all day because that's mostly what your breast milk is mm-hmm. is water. Um, and so you have to drink so much water. You basically need to be a by a fish, be like a fish, <laughs> a dairy just, fish. Just drinks a ton of water. You <laughs> do. Um, I mean, I feel like that's more important. It's like almost as important as how many calories you're eating a day is how much water you're mm-hmm. drinking, and not crystal light water or you know adding some flavoring to it. Like just drink water, um, and that will really help with your supply. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I mean, that's my best advice for how to keep your supply. Um, I've never had, like, a day where, like, no milk comes out or anything. Um, So, those are my three best things. Little Debbie oatmeal cookies. (laughs) They'll make oatmeal cookies. And body armor. Now, to piggyback off of that, I – so, for those of you that don't know – when Stetson was born and I had a C-section, the, what they call, is it called the golden hour? Isn't that what they call it? Okay. Mm-hmm. After the baby's born, the golden hour is like essential for skin to skin, just to like relax your baby, get your endorphins going, like all the good jazz, get your milk flowing, everything. But when I had my C-section, I was so out of it. Like when he was born, I was literally falling asleep and waking up and Tyler had to tap me and he's like, our baby's here. I was like, oh, he is. And I fell back asleep. Like I was so doped up. It was unreal. And so for the first like four hours after he was born, I literally would wake up and 30 seconds later I was back asleep. And so I didn't Mm -hmm. get to assist with that latch. Thank gosh, Tyler literally made him latch. He's husband of the year for that, but it really affected my breastfeeding. And so 
yep. from there we entered we had formula and breast milk because it really affected milk supply it was really hard so if you're pregnant please take that golden hour seriously whether it is a c-section or a vaginal birth please take that seriously but one thing I didn't consider and I guess my doctor didn't tell me um is that or not doctor my lack oh can you hear me Sierra where yeah. do you go Oh, Oh, sorry. I was like, where'd you go? Um, But one thing my doctor didn't tell me is that, or the lactation lady at the hospital, she was great, but maybe she did. And I was tired, but I didn't know that in order to keep my supply going too, even if he was asleep at night, I still had to pump or feed every however much time because I didn't have oversupply by any means. It was very minimal to begin with. And I had to maintain that. So if you have decided to strictly breastfeed or pump or breastfeed and pump or supplement and breastfeed, whatever, you still have to give your breast the time to re- like fuel themselves and constantly give them the demand for milk. You can't go like four hours with no contact. So yes. <laughs> that's a big thing too. Yeah. And I don't want anyone to not know about that because that I think that part kind of messed me up too. And also like one thing that came extremely hand handy um when I was nursing because little babies newborns are not gonna like completely empty your your boob on like while they're nursing like especially those first couple weeks I mean their stomach is so small and so um for me I was over supplying like I was producing so much milk that I was having to pump before I could even get her to latch because I mean, my boobs were so full. Um, Mm -hmm. I honestly recommend this to every new mom. Every new mom that has had a baby after me, I'm like, buy this. Um, It's a Hakka hand pump. It's a silicone little hand pump. It kind of looks like a little grenade. Um, It made it so easy for me to catch milk on the opposite side. Um, And you just squeeze it and it suction cups right on there. It's not the most convenient thing when you're trying to nurse a baby on one side and catch from the other, uh, but it made it extremely helpful for me to have um, a supply going. And if you're like, well, I don't need a supply, um, I'm just going to breastfeed, let me tell you, you are going to want a supply for a couple reasons. You're going to go stir crazy sitting in this house with your newborn baby that is attached to you 24 mm-hmm. seven. Um, and it's nice to just have some in the freezer um, for, you know, mom or mother-in-law, whoever wants to come and take care of the baby. Even if you just want to go take a nap upstairs. I mean, no matter what you just, I feel like it's good to have a supply. Breast milk is also amazing for, um, diaper rash also sunburn sunburn. sunburn, (laughs) um, baby acne my daughter had um, a clogged duck and I would just lean over her and shoot some milk in her eye (laughs) (laughs) I remember that (laughs) I'm like honey I'm trying to help you I'm trying to get a little milk in your eye Um, (laughs) you don't have to like waterboard them just put a little bit of milk in their eye (laughs) Um, so um, it's so helpful for so many things. Um, I also did um, a lot of milk baths. Those are super helpful. Um, here in Colorado, her skin would just dry up. And so um, just put 
a couple ounces of like one bag of your frozen milk in a bath in it is amazing mm-hmm. so yeah. that's too I think it's super helpful to at least um, have a supply going if you can mm-hmm. I definitely definitely agree and one thing about breastfeeding too that I wish I would have considered Sierra came over to my house and helped me so much and I YouTubed and I cried because I was in so much pain and my Mm -hmm. nipples were bleeding and his latch was bad and it was just a mess. If you ever are in doubt or you just want to play it safe, go see a lactation consultant. Mm -hmm. A lot of insurance uh, companies will cover it or at least most of it. I don't know how your insurance is or the program you may seek out or maybe even like a midwife could connect you, but just take the time to find someone to help you. Sierra is I think you're going to be a lactation consultant, right? Aren't you in the process? I'm working um, on trying to um, work with WIC um, mm-hmm. as a breastfeeding peer counselor. Yeah. So it's it's kind of the same thing, um, except you would just be like working with moms. Moms can call us whenever. We can go to their house. <laughs> yeah. So people like that, like look into yeah. those, whatever area you're in, things like that, and find someone that can guide you and help you especially as a first-time mom because I will tell you my breastfeeding journey even though it wasn't strictly breastfeeding ever what breastfeeding I did stopped when he was five and a half months old and it broke my heart and I feel like if I was more educated and had more knowledge starting out just pregnant even and knew the things to buy the things to do it would have lasted longer and from someone who formula feeds their child I'm here to tell you now learn how to breastfeed like yeah formula is so expensive and I wrote down um like some pros for baby um and for moms about breastfeeding Mm -hmm. um I mean I don't I'm like I totally understand the whole fed is best and I I totally understand that but the other day I was on one of my mom pages that I follow and this mom hasn't even had her baby yet and she's like I'm not for sure if I want to breastfeed or not. And I, I'm just like, not even, you don't even want to try. Yeah. Um, like you're gonna take all those benefits and nutrients from your brand new baby. Like it needs those. (laughs) I just, to me, I just, I don't like, I know in your case, like you literally tried everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, um, you know, that's what it resorted to was, was him needing to just have formula and that's totally fine. But to me, I'm like, moms need to know the benefits. Yeah. And I know some moms, like I have a friend that postpartum depression was literally like destroying her to the same where it was horrible. And her doctor was like, you like, he was like, I'm not saying you shouldn't breastfeed, but you have got to focus on yourself to be the mom you need to be. And Mm -hmm. if you're a mom like that and breastfeeding is something to where, it's affecting you and postpartum depression is real. And I'm going to bring Sierra back for that uh, podcast when that one comes along. Cause I wish I knew what that was before it happened to me. But if breastfeeding is doing something like that to you, look for donor milk or maybe just mm-hmm. try to pump or just consult your doctor and your talk to your husband or whoever it is and just f- figure out what's best for you and your family. Because mom is important as the baby, but I'm telling you, 
I was so unsure about breastfeeding because obviously I'd never done it. But once you do it and the latch is good and you see your baby get full off of milk you provided, I'm telling you that feeling is incredible. Mm-hmm. And Sierra can validate that. Like yep. knowing your baby is getting nutrition, your body not only created this child, but is supplying the nutrition to sustain their life. Like that's phenomenal. And mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with formula, but at the same time, you can, I don't care how good the best formula is out there. You cannot make it breast milk and breast milk is free. So if you're a mm-hmm. mom in a financial bind and you're debating on breastfeeding or formula, yeah, it may be weird to whip your boob out, boob out in public for the first yeah. time, but no one's going to care after a while and you're not going to care and you're saving so much money. I cannot emphasize that enough. Yeah. So please research it and do what you feel is best. But if you're concerned about breastfeeding, ask someone that knows what they're doing or just do your research because it is honestly the best thing for your baby and you truly may love it too. I miss it so much, but I'm so thankful for the time I had with it. And I know Sierra is like doing great with it. You're almost 11 months in, which is crazy that your daughter's yeah. almost 11 months anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So some of the pros too, um, for, I wrote a couple for baby, a couple for mom. Um, breast milk literally has all of the nutrients your baby needs to grow and stay healthy. Um, like I had said that I've been sick and so has my husband a couple of times. Amelia has not been sick one time, not even a runny nose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I truly believe that is because of the breast milk. Well, and to go with that, I'm not sure how all it changes, but if your child is sick, your like body will recognize it and your breast milk can change in consistency and color, right? Yep. Does it do, yeah, it'll change to adjust to like cure them. That is wild it, to me. It gives them what they need to fight off uh, like a cold or some, like any kind of like sickness that they would get. So um, you're a pharmacy and a dairy farm. That's yes. Right. And a cafeteria. <laughs> it also promotes a healthy digestive system. Um, babies that are nursing are less likely to have diarrhea or upset stomach. Um, and I did not know this until my pediatrician told me this, that um, a lot of moms will notice when they're nursing that their kids are letting it all out. They're gassy. They're mm-hmm. making a poop. That's because the nursing and sucking motion as a newborn is what gets um, their digestive system going. So if you're nursing and you're like, oh, my gosh, every time I nurse him, he's or her, she's, you know, making a stink or really gassy. <laughs> that is because nursing a newborn baby gets their digestive system all going all the motion Mm -hmm. of this nursing gets it all going um so it also um strengthens the immune system for mom um and helps um your uterus get back to pre-pregnancy size faster um i know that when you're nursing it can help contracts your uterus makes your uterus start contracting and that helps it get down to the smaller size Mm -hmm. um it also reduces mom's risk of getting breast cancer ovarian cancer heart disease and diabetes and i think that is i mean a miracle in itself (laughs) um so the only cons i could really put in this because honestly I don't see any like negative side to nursing your baby. Like there's no negative side for your baby to nurse them. Mm-hmm. But for mom, it's just, it's uncomfortable. The first mm-hmm. until you will lose sensitivity in your nipples. I promise. <laughs> um, but when you're first starting, nobody told me that it was going to be like putting 
a chip clip right on the end of my nipple. Like, (laughs) I was like, oh my God. And it does not get better when they get teeth, but you will get lose your sensitivity to that too. When my daughter got her bottom teeth, I was like, oh my God, this is horrible. Mm -hmm. Um, But now we're pretty good. Um, Another kind of con is that you do have to stay on the schedule. Um, newborns are eating every two to three hours and so if you're going out and you are a mom you know a first-time mom or you're just kind of would rather nurse in private then you do have to kind of stay on a schedule of okay like we're gonna nurse we're gonna go out we're gonna come home or we're gonna nurse and she should he or she should be getting cranky around this time um so there is the schedule and then you also have to do that if you're pumping too you have to stay on a schedule because you have to make sure that you aren't going to be leaking at the grocery store or um you're not going to be getting engorged and in pain because if you're gonna if you're not going to stay on the schedule and you're getting engorged and you're not pumping right away you can get um a clogged duct um which can lead to mastitis which is an infection um and that can cause your milk supply to go down. Mm-hmm. Um, so another thing that I, it's not that horrible, but um, you do have to make sure you're eating and drinking enough water um, to keep your supply up. But those are really the only negative downsides I could think of to nursing. Um, also, will you cover, I don't think I asked you about this earlier. Like I was worried in the hospital that Stetson wasn't getting enough milk from me or anything like that. What are the signs, like as far as when your baby's physically nursing, um, and there's signals that they do to let you know if they're full or they're so hungry and like put out for diapers and stuff. Will you like touch on that? So, you know, your baby's getting enough. Yeah. And I'm actually going to go grab my baby. It's up from a nap. Um, so babies, I, I mean, you can weigh your baby. I know sometimes moms will be like, if they aren't for sure that they're getting enough um, milk that um, they can go to a lactation consultant and do a, a weight, a weighted feed. So mm-hmm. what they'll do is um, they will weigh the baby before you nurse. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> uh, once, once you nurse, then they'll weigh the baby again. And then they'll kind of tell you, okay, like this is how many ounces that, um like they gained from the feed and so um you can do that but a baby will eat until they're full um so like when you pump a bottle it's kind of harder because you're like oh my gosh is this enough is this not enough um but nursing babies will let you know when they're done um and so, they'll, I mean, they'll unlatch and be like, okay, you know, full. Um, some babies do comfort nurse. I've only experienced that a little bit or um, tandem nursing. <laughs> so, like, just, like, nursing for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. Um, when Amelia came home, and even at the hospital right after she was born, she was nursing literally every 15 minutes. I was like what is happening my boobs are so full and so raw and I can't even like move because every time I put her down she wants to eat again and that's just that's just part of a newborn they are just trying to figure it out mm-hmm. um 
but as far as wet diapers, your pediatrician will like tell you, you need to have like so many wet diapers, so many stinky diapers. Um, if your baby, I believe it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> um, I believe if your baby, needs, your baby needs to have um, four or like six to eight wet diapers a day um, as a newborn. Um, and then a couple bowel movements a day, but that the bowel movements will slowly start to become less frequent. <laughs> You're not going to be changing stinky butts all day. No. Um, but for sure, like you had said, if there's ever a concern with how much milk baby is getting, if you feel like you might not be getting enough, um, for sure, see a lactation consultant, um, or, a friend that knows what you're doing. That's what I did. My friend um, that lives across from me, she has been kind of my support through this. Um, she's been breastfeeding on almost two and a half years. <laughs> so she is a champ. And so she's kind of helped me out. Um, but every mom is different and not every mom is going to respond to the lactation cookies and you know every baby's different and so the latch you not every baby's gonna latch the same Mm -hmm. um but also one thing that I didn't know was that as your breastfeeding like continues and you're getting to the point where your milk will even out so your breasts are not gonna be engorged every time um that's totally normal your milk's gonna even out to how much your baby is drinking so it's not going to just keep producing whatever it can, like just fill them up. Yeah. Um, so that's one good thing to know. And another important thing that I think all moms need to know, and I'm sure lots of moms have seen this, is that your worth is not measured in ounces. Amen. Um, no matter if you're, if you're pumping any bit, like I honestly encourage all moms to at least – Give it all you got because your baby needs it and it's so worth it. Um, Yeah, it's so worth it. And I just, mom, I feel like a lot of moms give up too soon without checking with all their resources. Yeah, I definitely agree to give it all you got. And I mean, I did my best and it didn't work out and it was hard at first, but knowing that I did all I could really helped, but honestly, like the short time that we did it, the bond was the best thing ever because skin to skin naturally with your baby is so relaxing, but when you just breastfeed them and you feel the skin to skin, it's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. But Sierra has her own blog going. Um, Isn't it? It's a wild ride. Yeah. It's a wild ride. Yeah. It's a wild ride or which is basically her life in a nutshell. And I feel that in my soul, but um, she also has a podcast going on here. Her name is Sierra Myrick. If you want to check her out, check out her blog. She's phenomenal with breastfeeding, being a mom, girl mom specifically. And she's also a fellow army wife. So she is a Jack of all trades for lots of moms and wives out there, but thank you for coming on my podcast. I appreciate it. And I know a ton of other moms and expectant moms will appreciate this information as well. Yes. Tell Amelia. Hey. Amelia, hey.
Do you want to say hey to the podcast? She's like, uh, no. <laughs> She's looking like, where's Emily? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Amelia, I'll see you in a little while. But I will let y'all run. I actually need to go get my baby. He's waking up from his nap as well. But me and Sierra will be doing a podcast uh, before long. I'll let y'all know when it's coming out about like postpartum depression and basically just postpartum life and how to handle it. So thank y'all for coming to Chaos Under Control. Thank you, Sierra and Amelia. Yes. All right. Y'all have a great day, guys. Bye.